Most Founded Universe, Season 3, Episode 10, with unlimited salad and breadsticks, with your hosts, Jeff and John. The book, Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina, edited by Kevin J. Anderson, the year, 1995. Let's go. The myth in the band looked like if the testicle had a butthole on it. Don't fucking try and explain a skater boy to me, okay? The young kids don't care for your jizz. They just want to hang around in their rooms and you're goth. Oh, ball sacks. <laughs> he says, It's time for Expounded Universe. It's the podcast where Jeff and John go through the expanded universe novels of Star Wars, and we come here and tell you all about the dumb bullshit nonsense that's inside of there. I am, of course, John, and as always, with me is Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. I've decided to go as far into my super announcer host times as possible here. Same here, but I'm doing the 1920s one. Attention shoppers, I nutted. Attention, you roustabouts. There's cum squirting from my balls. <laughs> Just from the balls, though. Just I do- have a condition. Ouch! Someone's <laughs> pierced my testicles. <laughs> the Kaiser stepped on them with cleats. <laughs> the Kaiser used his pointy helmet to stab me in the testicles. <laughs> his pickle haba went right through my balls. <laughs> well, this is a great way to start out an episode. Where's my vast deference like the flag of Germany, he does? <laughs> this is... The best way to start an episode of Expounded Universe. There is no other way that I would prefer to start this than the Kaiser stabbing you in the balls with his pointy hat. His pickle halba. His pointy hat. Yeah. I believe you'll find the technical term is pointy hat. I actually own one of those. It's a pickle halba. I have I a pickle, pickle house or something. It's got that schlob thing on the end of it. It's got that schlub. Well, if you're on it, then it's got that schlub at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the useless bit at the bottom of a pickle halba? <laughs> oh, that's Jeff. <laughs> it's probably Hauja. Okay. So, we, of course, still reading Tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina. Never gonna stop. Never. We're gonna finish it up, restart it. We're gonna make up shit of our own at the end. Whole new... <laughs> things about the Moss Eisley Cantina. We're going to tell you the story of the tables. Yeah, I'm going to get into it. Hold my my sprinkly pierced balls because I've got a lot of stories to tell you about every single person on Tatooine. That robot that throws the other robot in the special editions, I've known a story about him. That brontosaurus they added in the special editions, <laughs> I know a story about him. I know everything about everything in the special editions. <laughs> where that poop came from, I know where it came from. The reason that Han had to step on Jabba and he reacts like a cartoon squeak toy, I, <laughs> I know why. I know why Jabba squeaks. I know why the caged Jabba squeaks. <laughs> Jabba gets a real brief mention in this chapter. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, so this week's chapter is we finally, finally get into the story of that hookah-smoking guy. Let me just ask you real quick, John. Point blank. uh, fired forget you get one chance to answer did this live up to your expectations it i mean in a way that i wasn't expecting it to yes (laughs) i mean for up until this point i really wanted the hookah smoking chapter to just be 
this guy is the friendliest motherfucker ever. <laughs> he's like on vacation from like Coruscant or Corellia or something. And he's just a tourist who's very nice, mm-hmm. but everyone thinks he's a badass for some reason. Wouldn't anyone like to join me in my hookah smoking? Oh my it's God. apple flavored. Oh, Jesus God. That guy's going to kill me if I look at him. Oh, oh, okay. I, I don't think anyone's responding to me. Maybe it's because I don't speak Tatooinean. I think I have a translating guide in my fanny pack. <laughs> Uh yeah the I really wanted it to be just a guy like like have this be like a Mr Bean movie mm-hmm. where it's just he has no idea what's going on but everyone thinks he's like a super assassin hi there I'm Dan Smith I'm from Coruscant oh my god Dan Smith I've heard of him he's the world's most amazing badass he's the dance myth <laughs> <laughs> they say his dances kill dance myth <laughs> from the planet Mithar. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, uh, well, we might as well get into what he is instead, huh? Uh, he is obsessed with soup. <laughs> so, Boy, howdy, he loves him some soup. Closer. Come closer. I, I think I could just read this chapter out loud as this episode, and it would be equally as perfect. <laughs> this, closer yet, closer still, potion seller. <laughs> I'm going into battle, and I require your strongest soup. <laughs> My soups would kill you. <laughs> they're too chunky for anyone but a professional football player. <laughs> or their mama. Oh, my God. Okay, so this chapter straight up just starts out sounding like the beginning of a White Wolf novel. Please note that I'm not the one who said that, because already already in the Star Wars discussion thread on our Discord, there are people saying that I was going to rip into this for being extremely White Wolfy. Oh, it's so White Wolfy. <laughs> this is definitely the opening fiction to, like, Vampire's new, like, 25th anniversary. Do you mind if I just read the first sentence? Oh my god, please do. All right, here we go. Pain slash pleasure, dot dot dot, pleasure slash pain, inseparable indescribable, ineluctable. Come closer. A little closer. Oh my god. You're my kind of man. (laughs) So big and so strong. (laughs) But that's the whole chapter is written like that. It's, It's done in first person. It's extremely smug and it's completely full of little poetic asides and stuff. It is, John's not wrong, it is double plus White Wolf. Oh yeah. This is so Vampire the Masquerade, it Mm -hmm. fucking hurts me. Not to mention that this guy is pretty much a weird space nose vampire. (laughs) He's the grossest vampire since the Hellboy 2... Hellboy, since the Blade 2 vampires. Oh, yeah. His whole deal is he has hidden proboscis within flaps near his nose. Mm -hmm. And they twitch constantly. Oh, my God. This entire chapter is him just being like... The proboscis within my my nose flaps twitch. Soup. They 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 excrete a bit, and then they come out from the flaps and look around and soup. Say, say howdy. <laughs> Each of them has a tiny hat. I'm festive. <laughs> then they they go back within my nose pouches and quiver. And I'm I've, like, I've, I've never needed to sneeze as much as I did reading this chapter. Oh. Every single time he's just like, and then inside my nose, a faint quiver, a tiny itch. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you're making me need to sneeze. <laughs> I stared at the sons of Tatooine for five minutes. <laughs> oh. And then I snorted pepper. <laughs> 
I cannot get over this chapter because the rest of this, good or bad, has at least been fairly Star Wars-y. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's written poorly or the story itself is kind of stupid, it's been within the Star Wars Yeah, but what we have here is your classic thousand-year-old vampire. This is like the stainless steel rat. This is Anne Rice started writing a book for fucking Star Wars. And then did a find replace and put Star Wars in there when it was originally just New Orleans. Yeah. Pain, pleasure, pleasure, pain. My nose spikes linger throughout the French Quarter of... Precisely. I'm impossibly wasp-waisted and preternaturally beautiful, and it's definitely not Star Wars here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is so ridiculous how vampire-y this guy is. And it starts out, and I gotta say, in the first page and a half, which is, this is separated by, like, each little section has its own cut between it. The first section... He's just talking about soup. Oh, this chapter reads the way a water slide operates, where, like, the first ten or so feet of the water slide is when they turn on the hoses and, like, really gush you and and get you primed so that you're going to go down the rest of the slide. Oh, yeah, you start really gushing in those first ten Especially if you're a nice granny. (laughs) But, but no, I mean, like, it's it, it, it fires you out the gate with some intensity. Like, the first page of this is just nonsense. Oh, yeah. I mean, you read the first sentence, but honestly, the entire first section of this is... Toe to tip, absolute garbage, <laughs> and it it makes no sense when you're reading it because he's t- he keeps talking about like oh the soup oh I hunt and I I drink the soup but it is not soup oh nor is it anything you might think soup is it's not blood no it isn't but I drink it what could it be and you're like I definitely physically drink it because I stick my nose up other people's noses to do it I I take my my weird nose cheek proboscis and shove them in your face bits and then i drink your soup what's the soup maybe it's luck I, who knows i drink it up <laughs> it's it's drainage <laughs> we had an argument about what the fuck soup was oh yeah back when i first because when we were driving home from the last recording i was reading reading the first page of the next book a chapter to john and john was like there's no way soup is, is actual a thing in a, in a person oh and no I was like, I was i'm like, sure it is <laughs> Yeah, you were like, it's blood, and I was like, no, it's just like... I was saying it was body goop. I was saying it was some manner of body goo. I was saying it was just their fear, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a hunter that loves to taste their fear. Like he's just a Pennywise, like a Tatooine Pennywise. Yeah, he uses his proboscis to, like, suck in the the fear that they have, although we find out that fear spoils the soup. Beep, beep, Moma Nadon. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, it turns out that he is, okay, I, I'm just going to say his name here, but if he doesn't say his name right away, first he says he is Anzat of the Anzati, which suggests that he just has a dumb name, like his name was Huma of the humans. Yeah, I was like, what? Don't, you can, your name can't be Anzat of the Anzati, that's fucking stupid, get out of here. I am Anzat of the Anzac, I'm a World War II New Zealand guy. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, no, he's... He's not Anzat of the Anzati. That literally means, that might as well translate to, I am man of a human. <laughs> yes. He, that, that's what that, they both are just words for his species. Yeah, it's, I am the singular of the plural. And you're like, okay, yeah, good. I am dog of the doggies. <laughs> <laughs> I am pupper of the doggos. <laughs> I am bork bork of the good boys. <laughs> 
Well, I know what my next dog is. Yes, this is Sir Bork Bork of the Good Boys. Yes, the New Hampshire Good Boys. Yes, you have to say the whole thing. But no, he his name's not Anzat. His name is Danik Jericho. Danik Jericho, which is obviously a race car driver. I'm pretty sure it's someone who professionally wrestles race cars. I'm pretty sure they professionally race wrestlers. <laughs> they professionally race wrestle cars. <laughs> yeah, they professionally race wrestle cars. <laughs> I don't know what a wrestle car is. In my head, it's those old, like, shitty toys from, like, the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. where it'd be like, this is the Undertaker's van. That's kind of what I was thinking it was, except they had flat platforms on top, and when they were racing, they would pull up next to each other, and then the drivers would get out and wrestle. Oh, is so that... like a ring pops up around the top of the two cars? Uh-huh, and the two guys get out and wrestle, and then they have to get back in to, to make the turn. Like, they can only wrestle on straightaways. And if they... So there's not... It's the drivers that have to wrestle. Uh, it's the drivers that have to wrestle. They don't have someone driving for them, and then they get up and wrestle on okay, top how of about, the Okay, how about if they have, like, a manager, the manager can get it, drive for them. Yeah, like, Paul Bearer can yeah, drive for The Undertaker. The insidious Mr. Chitayama <laughs> can, can drive for you. <laughs> but you have to get up top and wrestle, and you better be down by the turn, because there's no way those two cars are turning at the same speed. Oh, This yeah. is the most redneck sport ever. It would make a trillion dollars in an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, and, I mean, you can even talk about that turn buckle. <laughs> You could. You absolutely could talk about turn buckling as the as the like uh, arena that they're fighting on would buckle as the two cars are turning. Yeah, and you'd want to hold on to a turn buckle while they turn for stability. I know. Oh my gosh. Racing... Guys, fuck this book. We're going to make up a new sport right now. We just now. invented the racing of wrestle cars starring Danic Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess Dale Earnhardt Triple H. That's our da- that's the other guy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so uh <laughs> now I'm just thinking that he's triple D- Dale. <laughs> he's Dale, Dale, Dale Earnhardt. I'm Dale, Dale, Dale. <laughs> so, um, triple Dale, they call me. I, I'm old triple Dale. <laughs> I'm a Belgian triple Dale. <laughs> Lol. Uh, okay, so Danik Jericho uh, is an onzot, which is a whole race of people that are like this, that have proboscises hidden in flaps in their nose that can extend like moth feather ear things and stick their way up into other people's face and drink their goop. Yeah, after we we get the first bit where he's like, I love soup and I need soup and I gotta soup. get that, that Zupa Toscana. I kept the whole time I was reading it, I kept imagining that he was instead, like anytime he said soup, that he was just saying anything else to see how stupid it would make it. He's like, Come closer. Ah, yes. The heady sharp aroma of Campbell's chicken and stars. <laughs> I I can smell it. Oh, yes. I'll get that delicious minestrone. <laughs> A loaded baked potato soup from Chili's has just entered the cantina, and I am beside myself with need. My proboscis quiver at the very thought of getting all of these Italian wedding soup. <laughs> So, yeah, soup just kind of becomes a funny word when he says it every paragraph as a little italicized thing with dashes on either side of it. He says soup the way old telegrams say stop. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, we refer to it as soup, and just sort of stop there, and you might be able to trick yourself into thinking that sounds kind of badass, Mm -hmm. but when he just keeps saying it over and over, you're like, I can't think of anything but regular soup now, and you've ruined it. You're just a a weird guy who likes soup. (laughs) He just wants soup and likes soup and thinks about soup constantly. His hookah's full of soup. He's smoking soup. He's the soup smoker. (laughs) 
It's just a bong with soup instead of bong water. Uh, the, the Guys, second... you want to do a nice hit of French onion? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That layer of cheese on the top. Yes, the soup. <laughs> cheese is the sweetest meat. Ah, <laughs> oh, soup is the sweetest meat. What? <laughs> All right, so it turns out that Danik here is an assassin. Yeah, and the the second part of it, he really gets into what makes the soup good. Oh, that's right. He does want to tell you all about soup and what makes... This is another chapter where the character... It's just like the Felterburn Travag chapter, where the whole, the whole time the guy's just inordinately proud of having been born of a specific species. He's just like, Anzat are the most feared and mysterious of creatures, and I am an Anzat, and I am feared and mysterious soup. <laughs> I am feared and mysterious soup. It's the special of the day. <laughs> Would you like to try a broccoli cheddar feared and mysterious? <laughs> uh, but the whole time he's like, oh, yes, and I must I must chase them. Oh, they come closer. Oh, he's within a few steps now. But now I must let him go. Let him think he has the upper hand. I don't want him to be afraid. Oh, no, fear spoils the soup. It's like too many cooks. <laughs> it takes a lot to make good soup. <laughs> Especially when it's me and Yoop. <laughs> Yoop, of course, being the next chapter of the Moss Eisley Cantina. Yoop, of course, is the fact that he drank the soup of the entire Upper Peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> Yoop. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. He, he's some kind of assassin who drinks soup for pleasure and because he needs to, because it's what his species drinks. So the amount of time he spends whining about this, it, it really falls into a weird context when you think of him as any other species. Like, if he was just a human sitting there being like, Cheeseburgers. <laughs> I kill for cheeseburgers, but also I cheeseburg for sport. <laughs> Some pay me to cheeseburger. It's all the same to me. Robble, robble, I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's, I mean, he goes on about the, the way in which he describes what makes a good soup, where he's like, oh, they have to be courageous and... Lucky, because I'm the drinker of luck, and they need to be confident, but also, like, charged. They need to be dashing and daring, courageous and caring. <laughs> yeah, they need to be faithful and friendly, with stories to share. <laughs> and then all through the forest, they ring out in chorus, <laughs> Our soup is delicious, if you can catch us. That's what they say. <laughs> Soupy bears, they say. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I need that soupy berry juice. I'll catch those soups, soupy bears, and make them teach me the secrets of soupy berry juice. <laughs> uh, but it just needs to be lucky and brave. Yeah, the big thing is he's like, I don't want to go after idiots, because if they're afraid, then it makes it taste bad, and if they they aren't courageous, it tastes bad. And he describes, like, what he needs in there in also the most pretentious terms. He's like, what I need is just a, a hint of luck, a sousson, if you will. And I'm like, oh, you piece of shit. I'd like my martini so dry. Just wave it in the direction of a bottle of vermouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight vodka. I get it. I get it, dorky. Yeah, whatever. Here. Here's an entire cup of gin, you piece of shit. Now get out of here. Yes, but I want you to wave it in the direction of France. No, no one's doing that. No, shut also, up. Also, quit out. asking me to shake things instead of stir them. I always shake things. No one stirs. <laughs> no one has ever stirred. Get out. You're done. 
<laughs> You've had enough, gro- creepy. <laughs> My quivering boss guy. Big. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Marty, get this guy out of here. I'll go, I'll go. Okay, okay, I get it. One for the road. <laughs> Can I just have a little a soup? <laughs> Get this guy a to-go bag of soup. Can we, can we <laughs> to-go bag of soup? Can we get this guy a bag of soup real, real quick here? Uh, just a paper bag of tomato, if we can. A fortune cookie floating on top of it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> what were we talking about? He's he's some kind of assassin. He kills for money, but mostly, and and often he ends up drinking the soup of people he wishes he hadn't because he's so picky about soup. Yeah, and he's not just an assassin. He's an assassin of assassins. That's right. He only kills killers. Yeah, because he's like, I need only the best and most well-trained, for they taste delicious when I drink their soup. (laughs) Oh, I don't know why I'm becoming stewy, so all of a sudden, I would like some soup. Thank you. (laughs) Rupert, please bring forth your soup. For every sprinkle I find in my soup, I will kill you. (laughs) Potion seller. (laughs) We've gone too far. We've gone too far on the references. Well, well, here's the problem with this episode and the reason we need to dig so deep in references. This motherfucker never leaves the bar stool. Oh, my God. Like, he... Basically, the entirety of the action in this book is he walks into the bar, sits down, begins smoking a hookah, and end chapter. That's the action of this. Like, what actually occurs Mm -hmm. is that. This dipshit, he's been around forever because a lot of the previous characters are indicating that they're, like, afraid of him, right? And he's been here for a while because he he monologues for a bit about how he's been working for Jabba and how he'd like to maybe drink Jabba's soup if he could figure out how to stick the proboscis in. Where would you even do it? I don't know. He only has three facial features, and one of them is his huge fucking nose. Maybe try that. Yeah, but he doesn't know. Like, I don't know where he's getting his soup from or what it is. And he's like, I don't know how to get through his tumescence into there. His his great portliness. Where would I even stick my proboscis? Figure it out. You're like a thousand years old. Do some experimentation, you weird creep. Experimentation on what? On huts. Go kill him and figure it out. I feel that's okay. I need to bring this up as well. Sure. Fire away. He seems oddly afraid of Jabba. He does. He is afraid of Jabba the Hutt. Like, this is one of those chapters where, again, we get people who are like, oh, the the great and powerful Jabba, like, I'm the world's most ridiculous, badass vampire assassin, but ooh, that Jabba, he's scary. And I'm like, why? He's like, not. I mean, we ever since we read Shadows of the Empire, we know he's not. We know he's just some low-level turd. Yeah, he's a, he's a regional manager of, of yeah. this stupid rinky-dink mini-golf course that is Tatooine. And... The Even if you're like, oh, but he's got resources. Even if he's not the highest up, he's got resources. But I'm like, you're a ridiculous assassin. You could just go in there and kill oh, him. Oh, he has I'm the sure. exact same line in his chapter that Moma Nadon has in his, where he's like, mm, yes, I'm quite wealthy. You needn't worry about that. I have such credits to show you. But it's it's rude to even discuss it, so I don't merely know that I never want for money. Oh, yes. Only, only soup. Only one person has ever argued about my prices. And, of course, I drank his soup even though it was inferior soup. It was it was merely some Campbell's, and I hated it. And then, of course, no one ever argued about my price again. Wait, because you bragged about drinking their soup? I thought you kept your whole fucking thing a secret. Mm, it's vague and mysterious, much like soup. There's, there's a point where he talks about drinking the soup of someone, 
And I swear to God, it sounded like the guy then went on to go continue doing stuff. <laughs> like, he just, like, wiped his nose tentacles on a dude and then was like, yeah, on your way now. I mean, maybe he's just like a, a vampire, the masquerade vampire, where he can take a little drink and not kill someone, you know, and seal it up. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're made of soup, and if you just drink a little soup, then we're fine. Yeah, it doesn't drink all our soup, and then our body naturally starts, naturally starts generating additional soup. Yeah, uh, our body's soup engine, mitochondria, <laughs> the powerhouse of the soup. Yeah, that's what midichlorians do. They technically make soup. <laughs> midichlorians, the powerhouse of the soup. Yeah, no, Anakin had the most soup in him of any given human. Oh, yeah. I mean... That's why if uh, if Jarek Danica, mm-hmm. Patrick, uh, <laughs> if he ever found Darth Vader, he'd be like, oh, potato leak, oh. rarest of the soups. My goodness, I must have it. <laughs> so okay. he's more machine now than soup, <laughs> twisted and evil. Yes, Vader encounters him. I am afraid that you will find little soup within me. No soup for you. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> you You might say he's some kind of fascist about it yeah he's some manner of some kind of soup fascist some sort of stew nazi <laughs> so anyway jericho yeah he he is very vague about what his his thing is what he's drinking i think it's probably like lymph and adrenaline and stuff it's i, I think it's because he says it always kills everyone when he when he drinks on them but then it takes everyone forever to figure out what the hell happened when they first find the body they can't tell so we know it's not blood no it's not like he drains them of something that would be obvious and i i do feel like it's you think he's prop- just sucking them off oh yeah yeah he's just just drops trowel right there <laughs> and he's like ah yes go to it proboscis i shall drain you of your oh for lack of a better term let's call it chowder <laughs> Yes, give me that New England clam. <laughs> oh, God, this is red chowder. You should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> like, what is he? He's probably drinking, like, adrenaline or... Because he says he's... Well, when he finally gives his full title, like, his full, all the words strung together, he goes, I am Danic Jericho, Anzat of the Anzati, killer of killers, and eater of luck. You're like, oh... Okay, what does that mean? And he's not the first person in the book to have called him the luck eater. It showed up in one of the other chapters. I forget which. But they said that he was the luck eater. Yeah, I don't... I think it means he eats Falcors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got some Falcor inside them. <laughs> Everyone's got a little Falcor in there. Bastion, what do you want to do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was his wish. He was like, oh, after we've uh, chased these bullies, I want you to exist very slightly in everyone's head. In the Star Wars universe. Only in the Star Wars <laughs> thank, universe. Thank you. And wish granted. Actually, let's make that in the New Orleans universe. And then and <laughs> when the book is rewritten, it's the Star Wars universe. There you go. Here we are. <laughs> so, Okay, we should get down to what he's up to. He's he's hey, bumming around Tatooine, basically taking jobs from Jabba to kill killers who, uh, that are of interest to him. Yeah, uh, he he sits down at the he walks into the bar, and we get a description of what he thinks of the bar, which, as you probably imagine, soup is mostly about how there's soup and there's lots of soup everywhere, and he keeps thinking about all that soup. Yeah, I mean, the reason he's like, I stay around Moss Eisley and this cantina is you walk in and. Everyone is, like, a seasoned professional here. Mm -hmm. They're all con men and killers and things like that. And he's like, this is the type of people that I want to prey on. Yeah. So I stay on Tatooine because to even survive on Tatooine, you've got to be a little bit of a badass. Yeah, you got to be bold. You got to be... 
Brave? Brave, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you anyway, gotta be wiser. You do have to be wiser to survive on Tatooine. That's what killed that Jawa. Yeah, you gotta be the Kaiser. <laughs> you gotta be the Kaiser. Gotta some be sort the of, Kaiser. Some sort of soup Kaiser. <laughs> the soup Kaiser? Yeah, I am the soup Kaiser. Some soup for you. Here you go. <laughs> to each their accordance of soup. <laughs> and now, a bag of soup for you. <laughs> a paper bag of soup. Anyway, he sits, <laughs> he sits down at the bar. I, <laughs> I really hope that I don't accidentally edit out that weird pause that we no, had. No, there. Well, I'm the one editing this episode, so you'll be fine. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't edit for shit. Oh, yeah. You don't edit at all, so it's fine. <laughs> it's because I did it for years, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, <laughs> he sits down at the bar, and he has to smugly order water in this. Oh, my God. He's not the first character in the book to order water. Oh, yeah, but everyone who does has to be like, oh, that's right. It's so much more expensive than any other drink. Getting water? Oh, my. That shows status. That's a sta- That's a power move. I go up and I'm like, a glass of water, please. And he's like, are you the designated driver? <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, he's like, hmm, uh, water in a chilled glass. And, and Woo Her has to be like, I have a bartending machine back here that makes 2,600 different drinks. And I'm like, no, you don't. You are a bartender. You have a bartending machine back there. Its name is Wooher. You have a bartending machine back there that grinds up Greedos. Yeah. You, we're not talking about C2R4 because he indicates it by pointing a finger at it. Yeah. He's like, look at this thing. I've got like a machine that normally just makes espressos, but I jury-rigged this one. You want a caramel lattice on your foam? I got you covered, son. <laughs> but he's like, it mixes 2,600 drinks. Yes, but I want the one it can't mix. <laughs> And it's like, you just see him push the button on the side of it that says water, and just water comes out, and he's like, oh, look, it does. Oh, what do you know? Because 1,900 of those drinks have water in them, you dip dipshit. <laughs> yeah. So he, of course, is told, like, oh, it's so expensive. You realize this is Tatooine, right? And he's like, oh, I think this should cover it. And then he pulls out a coin, and he has to smug out about the coin, even. He's like, mmm, not of normal make, definitely not a credit chit, something more unusual, more rare. Oh, it's a golden coin, one stamped with the the face of Jabba, for now they know not only am I ridiculously wealthy, but also in the employ of Jabba the Hutt. Ooh, none dare question those of the employ of Jabba the Hutt. And all I can think is, wouldn't three quarters of the people in this bar work for Jabba? Yeah, as far as I can tell, most of the people on Tatooine either work for Jabba or one of Jabba's competitors. If Jabba's issuing his own local currency, it has definitely taken over the Tatooine market by now. Wooher is not going to be surprised by that shit. Oh, his yeah. band came from Jabba's palace. He's got friggin' uh, La- Labria, his best friend, is a regular spy for Jabba. Yeah, I fucking... Most of the people in that cantina work for Jabba, mm-hmm. and at that point, he's got to be like, yeah, all right, I'll get changed for you. But instead, he's like, ah, Jabba's chit don't mean nothing around here. He says, taking the money and pouring the drink. Yeah. What a confusing moment. It's so bad. The whole thing is so bad. Yeah. I think he just took it because water was free. <laughs> he's like... He just didn't want to offend this dipshit. He was like... He's yeah, like, mm. I'll take your skee-ball token. That's fine. <laughs> mm, yes, I understand you'll have a hard time riding the subway home after paying with that. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. This says you've been sober six months. (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) Yes, sober of alcohol, not of soup. (laughs) The the other thing he mentions, uh, of course, that is going to lead into what else happens in here, is that he mentions that there is 
no substitute for soup. And that you could try. You could try and get synthetic chemicals, drugs, joyrides, uppers, downers, screamers, laughers. Plus an eyedropper of of pure... Co- what is it called? Melacro- melacronin or something? Whatever. Mela- melatonin. Pure Mel- melatonin. Pure melatonin. <laughs> One drop under your tongue will send you to sleep. Probably. It's pretty much homeopathy. <laughs> Which is just a fancy word for bullshit. Uh, but yeah. The- no substitute for soup. Not broth. Not consomme. Not bisque. <laughs> uh, yeah. The... The whole thing with him is he's like, oh yeah, I, uh, I've, I've definitely tried it, but all it does is it dulls the senses, and to a real connoisseur of soup, any of that is, it's just garbage, and why would you ever do any drugs? You need to keep your body pure, pure, so that you can smell the soup. <laughs> In my wildest vision, I dream of owning a farm of humans that I shall call my soup plantation. <laughs> <laughs> all you can eat soup, they shall, uh, we, we shall have. Oh, yes. And and probably some little focaccia with cheese on it. Mm, yes. We'll call them pizza squares. <laughs> That'll be our little table at the jo- joke at the table. <laughs> uh, yeah. Soup and strawberry lemonade and soft serve ice cream. Oh, yes. We will have unlimited soup and probably breadsticks. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he gets his cold water. Uh, it's revealed that at one point in his distant history... Uh, he drank a guy's soup, and that guy was addicted to tobacco. Well, not no, tobacco. He was addicted to Nick Itane. Nick Itane, which with is the dashes in, in it. Tobacco. Yeah. Which is, and the active ingredient of Nick Itane is tobacco. Oh, no. It is the active ingredient in tobacco. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Nick Itane is the active ingredient in tobacco, which is often found in death sticks, I assume. I would assume so. That's, yes. that's probably what we're dealing and with. It, and it's T apostrophe B A C, tobacco. Yeah, it's to help you tell it apart from Sabak, the card game. Yeah. If you want to smoke tobacco and play Sabak, that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I've got a knack. <laughs> I like to do it at Jack in the Back. <laughs> I don't think I lack for sack. <laughs> You best believe I have wicked sack. <laughs> you best believe. <laughs> There's little holes in it. <laughs> There's little holes and my soup keeps coming out of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So so that's why he has a hookah at all. He thinks it's a filthy habit, but even he, mighty Danic Jericho, Anzat of Anzati and killer of killers, has had a hard time shaking this habit. Uh, I've tried the gum and the patches. It doesn't work. I go to meetings. Nothing seems to break it. But, you know, I just, I love the flavor so much. Waffles help fight the cravings. Also soup. (laughs) I've been smoking this one. It's it's pomegranate flavored, and I love it. Bring me another. What do you have in a cotton candy? I would like to, when I'm on the the prowl for soup, I like to rip fat cotton. (laughs) Is this hookah caramel? (laughs) Because I do not detect a hint of age and sea salt. (laughs) All right, so that's why he's smoking a hookah at all. Yeah, he's only smoking a hookah because he... I guess he eye-zombied himself where he ate someone's brain and then got the addiction out of it. That's correct. He sucked the soup out of someone, and that soup was addicted to tobacco. I'm sorry, tobacco. I don't... I I still can't understand what the fuck soup is supposed to be. I don't think the writer knew what soup was. They were just like, I need a vampire, but 
Something weird. I think they had to specifically take into account that if they said what soup was, people would point out that you couldn't find that in every animal. Mm. Like, if you're like, I drink the lymph nodes contents of uh, that found in the upper part of the neck, and you'd be like, well, I don't think Ithorians have that. Can oh, you dr- well, that means you're only an assassin for certain species in Star Wars, so yeah. uh, technically, sir, <laughs> I believe that you actually wouldn't be able to be an assassin of all assassins. Well, I can definitely drink your soup. Uh, actually, I believe that you'll find that I I'm a droid. I have an adenoid infection. I'm sorry, but I'm so sick. I believe you'll find that I'm mostly mucus and not soup. <laughs> also, I'd fuck a pumpkin. I'd fuck a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, that's an in joke for just me. <laughs> just you, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, so anyway, uh, basically at this point, the story's over for this dumbass, and he's just going to sit down and quietly evaluate everyone in the bar. We're going to watch the Evazon and Ponda Baba show. Well, of course, uh, he needs to evaluate the soup of everyone in the bar. So, you know, in comes uh, fucking Luke Skywalker, and he's like, oh, this boy might have soup someday. Right now, he's too young, too cocksure. It's merely chicken broth. Oh, but someday, this bullion will turn into a glorious soup. (laughs) Right now, he's merely a package of bullion powder. (laughs) But soon, that that powder will mix with sweet, sweet broth, and then it'll turn into a a soup, and it'll put some carrots in there, and maybe a bone. (laughs) Baby, you got a soup going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, you know, when Obi-Wan comes in, he's like, oh, shit, son. My proboscide just got it a half chub. Oh, goodness. And he's. This is one of like the two or three times he has to have a brief conversation with his proboscide, like they're unruly dogs. No, no, my children. Back into your weird cheek pouches. Come on now, honey and boo boo. We'll take care of you at a later time. Back into the cheek pouch. That's right. Into my disgusting facial feature. <laughs> so. Basically, he gets a good look at Obi-Wan, he's like, Ooh, I'm an age queen, and that guy's got a lot of what I want. Oh, boy. That guy's... The soup that's been on the shelf longest is the sweetest. That fellow has mostly taco meat, but this fellow aged Wagyu beef soup. (laughs) I can't... I cannot deal with uh, how much he's like, Oh, yes. Oh, this soup has ripened. I'm like, (laughs) that's not... How soup works? I mean, if stew, uh, stew gets better the day after you make it, because the flavors mingle more, but not soup. No. I mean, the fact that the line actually is, the soup that has been on the shelf the longest is the most flavorful. You're like, that's not true. I mean, it might I, be true. It's just as flavorful, not delicious. I mean, I understand that <laughs> you probably had to go through and do a find and replace on wine, because this used to just be a regular vampire, mm-hmm. and you were doing the whole wine blood thing. Yeah. But... That's not how soup works. It's not like wine. It doesn't age well. It's not like this can of chunky potato soup is somehow going to be better four years from now. Mmm, delicious elderly soup. It's like tasting the rim job of the Crypt Keeper. (laughs) The rim job of the Crypt Keeper. Coming soon from Bantam Press. (laughs) So, uh, anyway. But yeah, he's like, this guy's... Oh, he knows. He's 
He's got confidence. He's got pizzazz. He's got a little bit of that je ne sais quoi. I detect a hint of uncut foreskin in the soup as well. And that's one of my things. I like it when it floats around on top. I like to inflate it like a little balloon. I call it my dumpling. Jesus. <laughs> I've got a lot of soup jokes ready. You got a lot of weird soup stuff going on here. A lot of genital soup going if on. If we just stuck to the chapter as was, we would have been done ten minutes ago. It's very true. So anyway, he also senses immediately that Obi-Wan is a Jedi, and he resolves to sell that information later or something. Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as he takes the lightsaber out, he's like, Oh my, now I understand why that soup was so delicious smelling. You're a Jedi. No one here would know what that is, but I've lived for a thousand years. Mm, I've seen Jedi rise and fall. Oh, I've preyed on their kind before. They have the most delicious soup. <laughs> Deep within their robes are hidden pouches and pouches of soup. I, <laughs> I feel like both us and the listeners by the end of this are going to be like, the word soup has lost all meaning. <laughs> there is no longer a meaning to the word soup. The book has no meaning for the word soup. We don't know what it is. Oh, it's true. By the end of reading this chapter, I was like, I can't deal with reading the word soup anymore. Would you like some soup, though? I wouldn't. That's the thing, is normally when I read through something and someone's like, oh, man, you know what I want is, you know, fill in the blank food. And they mm. go on to describe how good it is and how much they want it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I do want, you know, whatever steak or hamburger mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck thing you want is. But with him, because it's just soup mm -hmm. and he never describes it and he's just like, yes, the aroma and my, my proboscis tingle. I'm like, okay, first of all, ew. First of all, listeners, I need you to know he's probably lying. John is looking at me right now like he does on desert islands. <laughs> You've turned into a cartoon bowl of soup. I think he's planning to suck all the soup out of my nose. <laughs> Give me that soup. <laughs> Give me that nose soup. Hey, baby, can I suck all the soup out of your nose? <laughs> Works every time. <laughs> Never fails. You go up to a lady at the bar and you're like, excuse me, baby. Can I suck all the soup out your nose? And you seem like, rich in soup. Ooh, you seem like a dangerous alien. <laughs> mm, you have no idea. No one does. No one could. I am Ansat of the Ansat. The eater of luck. The bounty on me is higher than the bounty of anyone in here. Even the, the devil guy who previously held the record. I didn't see what the record was, but mine's higher. Don't worry about uh, it. I don't know what the other people wrote, but it's better. It's better times a thousand. Shut up. It's infinity plus one. <laughs> I'm 15,000 years old. I've lived forever. <laughs> I've made of stars. I've eaten an Olympic swimming pool of soup at this point. I once ate the soup of a star. <laughs> <laughs> the ve the very sun itself I've drank the soup of. I eat the soup of a star, Mel Gibson. <laughs> it made me racist. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he wants he wants to drink Obi Wan's delicious soup, but he realizes that Obi Wan's probably kind of dangerous to go after. His soup is guarded. <laughs> yes. Oh, normally I could probe his his soup bits with my proboscis, but ooh, he's shielded. Oh my, what a Jedi. He has a little force field in his nose that stops me from getting his soup. I can't quite tingle up his bits. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> but then, oh, but then, they have the little, the little row with uh, Evazan and Pondababa, which he, all he does is go, I know what a Jedi is. I'm fancy. Ooh. But then he watches them walk away from the fight and to the other table, at which we see 
Chewbacca and Han Solo, and he immediately dismisses Chewbacca as that creature is powered solely by loyalty. He would be like drinking the soup of a dog. That that one is powered only by loyalty and kibbles and bits. <laughs> mm, his soup has a great deal of dangle ham in it. It's like lentil and dangle ham soup. I do like a good dangle ham chowder. <laughs> but Han Solo is this guy's rough trade. Oh my god. Once again, we have someone see Han Solo and immediately go full erection. <laughs> yep. You can hear the you can hear the thing ricochet off the bottom of the bar. <laughs> Ooh, look at that one. Thud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his soup is smoky, tangy, a hint of bacon fat and dare I detect it? Yes, a duck prosciutto. <laughs> Oh, yes, he has the rarest of spices and herbs. He's like the colonel's own soup. <laughs> he basically thinks that Han Solo is the bee's knees of soups, and he spends a good page describing how delicious it would be to suck all the fluids out of Han Solo, which, stop, buddy, you already sold us. Which, I mean, at this point, you're going to have to fight the stormtrooper. You're going to have to fight David Felt in order to suck off Han Solo's soup. <laughs> I want that athletic man's soup. Ooh, look at him. He's so rugged. He's cocksure, but he's sure of his cock. He's got the body of a swimmer, and I've got swimmers I'd like to put on his body. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm just imagining him sitting at the bar, like, staring. Like, <laughs> turned on. around from the bar, <laughs> facing him, and just... Slightly rubbing his mm-hmm. nipples while he does this, and and like what's his face, uh, Knackhand, the little guy who who works for uh, for Wooher, it just keeps bringing a litany of drinks that he's sending to Han Solo, and Han's just waving them off. No, no, no. Is it from that guy again? No. <laughs> I t- I'm imagining he comes up to get the drink order. Mm-hmm. Of uh, Danik, and it's like, hey, can I get... Oh, I'm gonna not deal with that. Because, you know, you see some weird vampire guy rubbing his nipples and licking his lips while he stares at Han Solo, and you're like, I don't need to talk to this oh, guy. Oh, he's also obviously a thousand years old. I obviously. Mean, just, ugh. He looks like a fucking ball sack at this point. <laughs> he is He is just a wrinkly, hairy old man. Pierced full of holes. And rubbing his nips. <laughs> Of course, it looks like he's trying to rub his stomach because his nips are way down low now. <laughs> he might be rubbing his stomach. That might be a thing he does. Who knows? But anyway, I don't know. Maybe the Anzad have stomach nips. But Who knows? <laughs> they have six nips, John. <laughs> they got the six nips. I looked it up. They, they have, got nickel nips. The, everything about Anzad is right here in this chapter, except for the fact that they have six nips. It was added later. Added later by another writer. Four on the front, two on the back. <laughs> it's... Business in the front, party nips in the back. Weird thing about the back nips, they're arranged vertically. One's just above the other. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing about the about the Anzat that doesn't... Uh, of the Anzati. Of the Anzati. It doesn't come up very often. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this is the thing I keep trying to get around to, and this is my favorite thing about the whole chapter. It's over. Yeah. He spends the entire last page and a half of this just waxing poetic about... How good Han Solo's soup is and how he has resolved to get that soup and, oh, he's leaving, but, oh, he'll be back. I'll wait. I have patience for soup. 
always the soup that comes later is best. Some sort of onzati saying, I guess. I, Danic Jericho, wrestler of race cars and racer of wrestle cars, <laughs> eater of luck and probably some sort of goo, and smoker of tobacco and anzat of the anzati, will drink the soup of a Han Solo. Finn. Yeah. Soup. Full stop. End of chapter. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to eat that guy's soup. And done. As I said, the full action of this entire chapter is walk into bar, sit down, begin smoking. That's, that's it. it. That's all he does. Yeah, I, I, that's it. Like, he doesn't do anything. As much as he brags about it, it's one of those things where you could feel like he probably actually doesn't. Like, he's just sitting there having a daydream about, like, oh, I'm the most badass. I'm... I'm a killer of killers. Like I was saying earlier, the problem with this guy is that he's just doing what his species does. And so it doesn't make him a very compelling character. He he ultimately is just the norm of the bar. Oh, like well, he's, he's always, always in there. there. Yeah, he's always there. Everyone's always a little worried about what he's doing, but he never does anything. Norm's just sitting there at the bar going like, mm, beer, I shall drink the beer of coach. <laughs> and then he will be gone Henceforth from this place. Oh, yeah. I mean, imagine if watching Cheers, you got the internal monologue of Norm, and it was just like, yes, I shall drink deep the beer of Fraser. He shall know pain and exquisite pleasure, and then he'll be no more. Would I will dispose of his body after drinking his sweet, heady beer. We'll see who's smug and self in defeat now. <laughs> And then, you know, he walks into the bar and everyone's like, Norm! And he just sits down and he's like, yes, these fools. One beer, please, Woody, he says. These damned idiots. Soon they'll know. Soup. They'll know about my Zupa. Zoop. <laughs> Zoop soup. Zoop soup riot. That's me. That's my internal monologue. It's the cherry popping daddies in there. <laughs> it's always the cherry popping daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometimes some Royal Crown review or or another band from the 90s swing revival. Yes, I've got a soup gun bop going on in my head. <laughs> Big time operator, maybe. One of those bands. Anyone can name three of those bands. That's a normal thing to be able to do. <laughs> That's certainly normal, right? <laughs> you can name an entire album's worth of songs from one of these people, right? <laughs> yes? Okay, good. Everyone loves the 90s swing revival as much who, as me. Who Danic wants a little Jericho. squirrel nut zippers, eh? <laughs> After that, we'll do some third wave ska. <laughs> hmm. Woo her. Here's a coin. Put on the streetlight manifesto. <laughs> I'm feeling skanky. Ha! <laughs> uh, I wish. I wish that that was the case. That would the, make me so much happier. If this guy, instead of saying soup, just kept saying ska. Ska. The delicious ska. I shall drink the ska of these aquabats. <laughs> oh, a lesser person's ska doesn't even have a horn section. <laughs> it's like late period, no doubt. The filthy ska of this failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the scar of this one. There's full horns. My God, there are two drummers. <laughs> this Obi-Wan Kenobi has such deliciously elderly scar. He tastes of toots and the Maytals. Scar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scar. <laughs> oh, man. I, nothing happens in this chapter, but it made me pretty deliciously happy to talk about. I fucking loved how awful this chapter was. <laughs> this is so bad. Like, By the way, the author is a, a Dave Wolverton. 
Dave Wolverton uh, basically using this as his uh, resume to start writing for White Wolf. Oh, uh, either that or his like uh, like they did with uh, the pre- with Labria, uh, the the Dever- Deveronian character. Uh, there's a whole second story about him where the same author comes back and writes his death scene in. Yeah, uh, but. This guy, this feels like he was like, hey, guys, what do you think over there at uh, whatever company it is that prints these things? Would you like me to do another, I-, I could do another 600 pages. Oh my God, I don't think I could stand like 300 pages of soup. <laughs> Del Rey publishers, get at me. <laughs> Come on, guys, you know you want my weird soup vampire. <laughs> what if he gets in a fight with Princess Leia? Also, I speak in the voice of my character. <laughs> I speak in the voice that some two idiot podcasters think of for my character. Which is almost entirely just potion seller. <laughs> you can't handle my soup. <laughs> my soup would kill you. My soup would kill a dragon, let alone a man. <laughs> a great dragon found here on Tatooine. Soup seller. I'm going into battle. And I need your strongest soups. <laughs> God damn it. We Woo! Have, we have referenced the potion seller too many times now. Yeah. I feel we've lost the ability to reference potion seller. I think it's over on. now. Uh, maybe we should do Screaming Cowboy instead. <laughs> we got to go to different memes. Wah! Newer memes. <laughs> Sweeter memes. Hey, guys, you want that newest meme? <laughs> e. There you go. That's what. It, imagine a weird picture of Lord Farquaad and just the letter E. That's Lord. the new meme. I'm ready for this one, John. Lord Farquaad is the sweetest meme. Thanks. <laughs> Good. You did it. I almost got him drinking. Nah. You aren't going to get me on that Farquaad. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, coming up next in the next chapter of this book is going to be The Tale of the Spacer, which is uh, actually kind of a big deal character. A fellow by the name of Bo Sheck. Bo Sheck. He's made his way into like the trading card games and and even I think I have a Boshek card because he came with that tugboat spaceship thing from the oh yeah the X wing fighting game. Look, Bo knows flying. Okay, <laughs> Bo knows Sheck. Bo knows uh, Curly. <laughs> yeah, this is Bo Shrek. Donkey, get in my spaceship. <laughs> nah, man, it's Bo Shemp. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, just wait for jokes like these and more coming up next week on Expounded Universe. Of course, if you like what you hear, you like what we do, you like us, you like soup, please go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash systemmastery, support us at the $2 or more level, and you get bonus soup. Mm-hmm. Plus bonus content with comedy on the level of one Borschtbell comedian, Bo Shecky Green. <laughs> Take my space wife, please, he says. He says, soup. Soup. Be sure to try the soup. Tip your waitress <laughs> with soup. Be sure to tip your waitress soup. <laughs> it's a soup-based economy. Everything's here, soup. Here in the Catskills, soup flows from the ground. Here on the planet of the Anzati, everything's soup. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> There's a lake of stew and a whiskey, too. <laughs> you could paddle all around it in a big canoe. <laughs> at the big rock candy mountain. <laughs> References. <laughs> So, yeah, we've got bonus content coming up. We're going to do a deep dive into <laughs> Wikipedia. Something. I can tell you right now it won't be soup because I've already looked and there's nothing. 
<laughs> well, no, there's a section on soup. We'll discuss it when we get there. Oh, yeah. I will give you all of the information that exists on soup. So once again, to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash systemmastery and give us $2. God damn, this has wormed its way into my head. When you were saying that, I filled in patreon.com slash soup. And I was like, fuck me. Do not go to patreon.com slash soup. The soup industry does not need your money. Yeah. Campbell's don't need your dollars. That's a racket. That's a fake charity they set up. Yeah. Do not give money to soup. Big soup already has its hands in your pockets. It's filthy, soupy hands. That's why your pockets are so moist. Big soup's in there. It's not because it's hot in here. It's because of big soup. Big soup. Oh, by the way, please get my new album under my rapper name, Big Soup. <laughs> Uh, so two dollars will get you all the bonus content for this but there's so much more you can find there at patreon.com slash system mastery otherwise you can find us at systemmasterypodcast.com it keeps doing i keep replacing words with soup now i cannot stop system mastery at soup friendster we were on twitter at soup (laughs) facebook soup reddit epicurious r slash soup we have a whole Pinterest page called Fuck Yeah Soup. Oh, wait, that's a Tumblr thing. Never mind. I'm by Epicurious. <laughs> Potion Senna. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Thank you so much. I have been Elan Sleeves Bagano, and I love soup sticks. Death soup.